Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Well, 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 well. Once upon a time, there was the Druids. <laughs> Stonehenge. Stonehenge is where the demons dwell and the banshees live and they do live well. Stonehenge! (laughs) Now we're not playing bloody Stonehenge! Hello and welcome to Weird Tales and the Unexplainable. It's Beefy here. I hope you're doing all right. Thanks for joining us. We've missed you. We love you. Uh, <laughs> I've caught myself there. I just went down a, a bit of a lane there, and I've completely forgotten. I loved. I love the intonation of it. We missed you. We love you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's great to have you back for another episode uh as i said my name's beefy and uh is i don't know why i said beefy um but uh as always i've got my two best friends with me uh to host this episode so say hello mr adamtis hello and say hello mr bob shoy hello beefy this is bob shoy you guys all right yeah before we carry on did you have a nice birthday i did have a nice birthday thank you yeah, took the day off work and just play PlayStation and chilled out. Did you plan plan this episode on your birthday? No. Oh, no. you did it today, last minute. I started to plan a different ep- episode oh, and right. uh, and then got, I got annoyed because I couldn't find anything interesting. You, you know, say as, that every time. I, I know. <laughs> and that was when I messaged you and I was like, I need some help. <laughs> yeah. it, just, it just wasn't going my way. Hmm. So I think I just need to stop doing the things that I think are going to be good and just message you from now on. Okay. Um, so, so Beef's now 46. Uh, happy birthday. <laughs> Cheeky yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I, I, only 34. Um, Still pretty old. Although I caught, I caught sight of myself this morning and I thought my, my <laughs> eyes look old. Oh, I've been thinking that, yeah. Not about you, about me as well. My eyes, getting the baggy eyes. Yeah, I'm st- I mean, it's probably you can probably see a bit now. I'm only I'm only a few months younger. Mm. I'm gonna have to get the oil of Ule out and. Uh... <laughs> Bob, you're 34 next January, right? Yeah. And I'm 33 next April. I know uh... you, we've, we've got quite a bit on you. Beef's, Beef's only a little bit older than me, but you're, you're a baby. The full two years on me, mate. Mm. Well, I'm not. The it's fault. funny when you're at school, isn't it? Like when you when you get to like 16, you're like, oh, I can't wait to be 18. 
and you can't wait to get older. Getting older is fun, and now getting older isn't fun. Yeah, but I think... Um, it sort of is. I feel like it's also a celebration, like, oh, I've made another year. Yeah. yeah. Some things are better when you're younger, and some things are better when you're older. Some that's I so don't true. hate being this age. It's all right. No, that's true. No, I enjoy being this I don't age. want to be much older, because I've got aches and pains and stuff. But um, there's some things that I'm like, I, I appreciate my brain more than when I was 18. I was an idiot. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I had a lot of fun, but I was an idiot. Like, I, I appreciate my knowledge more now. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I suppose it's, it swings roundabouts, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I don't mind yeah. being older. Uh, but yeah, it was fun. Thanks. I had a nice time and uh, was able to see my family, which was good because Lovely. this time last year, I... Oh yeah, had none of, no one could see anything, or anyone rather. Last yeah, um, my last birthday was a lockdown one. Yeah, um, so that was good. Uh, so instead of spending the day seeing people, I took the day off work and spent the day on my own. Uh, <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> no, it's good. Uh, so great. Well, I'm gonna say before we carry on, test. How are you? Yeah. Oh yeah, I know it hasn't been your birthday, so I'm not as excited for you, but. I'm sure it's been great. Oh, is your mouth better now? My mouth is totally better. Yeah. Good. You were really... When I was editing that last one, I felt bad for you. <laughs> There's still a socket there, but um, it doesn't hurt anymore, which is good. They That's packed good it full of whatever. I think... When did we Rice. record? <laughs> two weeks ago. Hmm. They packed... Was it, um, was it really two weeks ago? Yeah. So last last Tuesday... I, they packed in some like I don't know what it was. It was like this bark or some sort of like organic <laughs> material that dissolves. Right. Or I don't think it was bark. It's like antiseptic. I don't think it was bark. <laughs> it's something natural. It's not. Uh, it's not a chemical. Cork. It's like a natural something. But um, but they use Tofu. it to keep things like I guess uh, what's the word antiseptic. Right. Okay. So anyway, they, they packed that in and the pain went and the packing came out yesterday and now there's, mm. there's still a socket, but it doesn't hurt anymore and I can just clean. It's just, yeah, it must have covered over the nerve at least. Mm. Yeah. But. Sorry, I yeah. just got this image of your dentist going to like the kids' playground and picking up, like scooping up all the bark off the floor. <laughs> like all the like. Not that kind of part. Like, yeah, wood chips. <laughs> Packing wood little chips, wood yeah. chips in. That's what it felt like. No. It felt like I wire know what wool. You mean. It felt like wire wool, but it wasn't wire wool. It was like oh. organic wire wool. It was like husk of something. Maybe it was husk of something. So Beef's had a nice birthday. Tiss has got his mouth not in pain anymore. And um, How are you doing? I've been enjoying the Leeds International Film Festival, which I was just talking to you guys about. So I've got like three days left of that. But that's been really good fun this year. So we've all had better weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Lovely. So what have you got for us this time, Beef? Uh, so tonight uh, is uh, we're going to talk about something which I wasn't expecting to talk about. And this is why I should maybe start going for these more unexpected things or the ones that I wouldn't normally choose. I have no idea because what to expect. Tonight, yeah, because you sent the list you sent me, there must have been about 300 choices there. Yeah. Um, but tonight we're going to talk a bit more in depth about Stonehenge. Ooh, this was recently suggested to us. Um, yeah. I can't remember who suggested it, but when I edit this, 
I'll look it up and I'll name drop them right now. I looked it up and this episode was suggested recently by John Eichen. Thanks, John. Here we go. Right then, I would have said their name. Yeah, uh, so like I say... It wasn't. It wasn't my choice yesterday. It wasn't something I chose to look into. Um, but I don't know why. Because the more I looked into it, the stranger it gets. I don't really know anything about it. It's a big. Um, well, you'll tell me, I guess. Well, hopefully, and I suppose uh, I tend to start my episodes by asking you guys what your knowledge is like with with these sorts of subjects. So I suppose okay. I'll start again and ask what you guys already know about Stonehenge. Uh, you go first, Tis. Stonehenge is where the demons dwell and the banshees live and they do live well. <laughs> we already got our outro music. Stonehenge! <laughs> yeah. I literally watched that like just before the film festival. I watched that again. Oh, really? For the first time in years. Oh, and oh, I actually really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so besides that, then what else? Uh, what else do you know? Because the reason I ask is because, like I say, I didn't. My knowledge of, on this is was very, very minimal. Yeah. No, I I know a little bit about Stonehenge, like um, their stones, and they're in Canterbury. Is it Canterbury? Uh, Wiltshire. Wiltshire. Salisbury. <laughs> Salisbury. That's where it is. Not Canterbury. I mean, yeah. Salisbury. It's like it's near it's Somerset near area, isn't it? Yeah, near it's Somerset. South. It's south. It's quite close. Yeah, for me it's south, but for me most things are south. <laughs> I know that once a year people can go and sit. People once a year people can go up to the stones up close. Um, yeah, can't you go up close anyway? No, hmm. no, they're roped no, off. They're roped off. Yeah, it's only one time a year where I, I think it's solstice. Have you been there, Tess? I have been there, but I haven't been there on solstice. Right. Actually, I think there's a few it times. Like a year. the sort of thing you should do, Tess. Winter yeah, or summer. That's the sort of thing I would have presumed Tess has done. No, yeah. I, I need to go and do it still. It's quite local to me, so I should. Maybe this year or next year. Uh, yeah, it's Tess's pilgrimage <laughs> for this for the next six months. Yeah, it's uh I haven't been there at even have even driven, driven past. past have you driven? Yeah, I was going to say everyone's driven past. They never the cars slowed down. Like probably like half, half a dozen times, maybe on the way to Longleat Safari Park. Well, Rick moans about it all the time because he had to work that way for for some times, and um, yeah. he said the traffic really slows down when he's trying to get to work yeah, at that point. Uh, and every so single funny. time, maybe I don't know, maybe about two or three miles before you get to Stonehenge, you hit traffic. And every mm. time I'm like, oh, why is there traffic? What's going on? Because people and are looking you, at you it. And then you get there and you're like, oh, right, yeah, it's people slowing down to look at yeah, it. Yeah, they're like, why get out? I can see it from this traffic jam yeah. <laughs> that I've created. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Why sit, in, why sit in, you know, why spend the, the 20 pounds or however much it is to, to go see it when I can just drive past slowly and look I've, at it? Here? I've driven past it a lot. Um, when I was younger with my dad and one time when we drove past it we pulled in and sort of looked a bit closer but we didn't actually pay and go get up close no and I, I feel like it's probably if, if you don't live in the UK maybe American listeners might think Stonehenge might connect the UK with Stonehenge a lot more than we think about it or mm. I don't know I just get the sense in pop culture anyway that it's like a bigger deal it's a plot point in some things. Um, one of the 
What's that old adventure game series? One of the Broken Sword games, I think it was Broken Sword, had Stonehenge as a plot point. Mm. Um, the Joe Cornish film that came out last year, uh, The Kid Who Would Be King, that had Stonehenge as a plot point because Adam Buxton was a tour guide in that film for Stonehenge. <laughs> I really? Um, yeah. Yeah, it's a plot point in some stuff. But yeah, from, so from what I know about it, this is this is what I know. It's some rocks... Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of debate over what they are. Some people think it might be a place of worship. Some people think it might be a place where people gathered for like events, mm-hmm. which is similar to worship. Um, some people think it might be a big sundial. Um, yeah, I, d- I don't know what else. There's just some of the things I they ring a bell with me, but I couldn't elaborate any yeah. further on them. Well, this is this is why it's so interesting because. Uh, no one knows. No one really knows exactly what it was used for, or you know, there's lots about it which is just really strange. Just, just like a, uh, just like Zodiac when we did that episode. Yeah, <laughs> and they went and fucked up about a week after we published it and said, "Oh, it's this guy." <laughs> <laughs> it's going to come out in. That'll yeah. be the next weird news. <laughs> <laughs> Stonehenge is going to be solved for fucking Christmas. Like when, uh, was it a couple of weird news ago when aliens were real and no one cares? It'd yeah, exactly, like it's that. People discovered what Stonehenge was for and no one cares. All these years of people saying, what is Zodiac? Films, books, documentaries about it. And then when it came out, it was like fucking next day, no one gave a shit. Yeah, yeah it's funny, isn't it? I think it's people choose to not believe these things because the, they the rather mystery is more fun. stay with the mystery. Yeah, exactly. It's like Jack it's the Ripper. Didn't they kind of a few years ago say, oh, it was this Polish barber? Yeah. I don't know. And Rachel, that was it. Was Jack the Ripper a Polish barber? Wasn't that bunk debunked recently? She doesn't know. Yeah, I think no it was. Knows. But it was, it was, I think it came out that it was this Polish barber, and then a lot of people actually said, no, it probably wasn't. And there's still some dispute over whether it was, but I'm yeah. sure we'll do that one day. I feel like if we don't know who he is by now, we're never, no, we're never going to know who he, he was. We can't go back. There's no DNA evidence. There's no fingerprints. There's no. And Rachel was just, exactly. did you hear all of that? Yeah. Exactly, Rachel. She's nailed That's it. what Big Pharma want you to say. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> let's let's get into Stonehenge then. So Oh, not this time night. You can't only once a year you can't get into it. <laughs> no. <laughs> we couldn't fucking bounce on it quick enough, could we? Neither of you both chumping at the bit to say it. And neither of them were that good. On edge. Uh so Stonehenge was Stonehenge. actually so first of all we're going to give it like a little <laughs> intro um, so we're going to... <laughs> once upon a time there was the delete <laughs> that's great at the start of the episode oh <laughs> Stonehenge. <sighs> is this? Do I have to? Is this going to happen every time I say Stonehenge? Yeah. How many times throughout this episode is he going to reference it? Can I just ask one question before we continue? Go on. Are we playing Stonehenge tonight? <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not playing bloody Stonehenge. Sorry. <laughs> 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 set him off. Uh, it's going to be that kind of episode. We'll I think. set him off. Yeah. <laughs> So, I can't, I'm not going to say it. I can't say it because it's just, I feel like this is going to crop up every time I say the word. Um, 
but it was actually built over many hundreds of years, so I can't make out actually it doesn't seem to be like it was definitely built at this point and then, you know, finished at this point because it's changed over over the centuries. Um but work began in the Neolithic age, so right. the Stone Age around 3000 BC. So how do they know it's how do they know it's that old? Long long time ago. Uh I guess through looking at the rock, I don't know, archaeology, isn't it? Oh uh, right, yeah. Can you carbon date rocks? I didn't rock, actually though? think to look at that, but I guess I guess that's the answer. You can't carbon date rock though. Yeah, isn't, but there's huh? the sto- the structure of the rocks you could sort of hmm. I yeah. don't know. There is a name for people who study Probably, rocks, aren't there? I th- I it's yeah. Um Rachel nice. I know the rocks got transported from far away, didn't they? From like Wales or something. Rachel's really excited because she found her Kit Kat chunky. Oh right. I thought she was like, I'm gonna uh, tell you how to carbon date a rock. I thought that was what the excitement was about. No, Rachel. <laughs> that's oh popcorn flavour. Oh nice, I'm really proud of Salted you. Salted caramel popcorn. That sounds nice. Can you help answer a question? Um how how would we know how old Stonehenge is? Um Is it carbon dating? Is that what that is? Yeah, so it's archaeology through archaeology the soil, soil. and those soil. things for carbon dating. Soil. Also different um, soil engravings and things that match oh. other engravings. Engravings, yeah. not wrong. I love these bullet points: <laughs> archaeology, <laughs> soil, engravings, engravings. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we need. That's the level if- we're working with on this show. <laughs> If you if you turn if you listen to this episode back in headphones and turn that right up, you will hear Rachel's much more detailed answer. Yeah, but I just took the bullets, like I just took the bullets, like I don't know, researching, you know, the weird tales way. There's a level that I my brain switches off at, but the bullet points I can grasp. I'm like, okay, yeah, archaeology, exactly. soil, and engraving. It's like cool. when you it's like when you highlight text in a book. You like uh, that bit, <laughs> that yeah, bit. That's what I do. All my, all my textbooks all i do is underline like every sort of fifth line like that's the important bit (laughs) yeah exactly rid of the rest Uh, but one thing that did surprise me was that um it's actually it's actually changed a lot over the hundreds of years you know looking at the size of those rocks you'd think they probably haven't really been moved that no one would really bother to Mm. move them around again but they have they've they've changed shape they've changed form they've um been moved around i don't know if it's like feng shui and they're just moving it around every every now and then um uh, but apparently the last time the changes were made were in the early bronze age so around about um 1500 bc so a really long time ago um but what i'm actually going to do now is i'm going to send you boys a picture that i took earlier on our signal chat right i'm prepared for it um as i pick up this phone Sadie Hazard liked my thing on Twitter about the new episode of Weird Tales, so I hope you enjoyed it, Sadie. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's bizarre. Okay, let me get our chat up. Got it. Ready. Um, but what I'm going to send you is uh, like a little diagram of Stonehenge. Uh, so what oh, Stonehenge okay. would have looked like. Um, so this is what it would have looked like 4,000 years ago. Do they know this is what it would look like, though? Or are they just guessing? I think it's. I think it's like... This is our best guess when you when right. we look when we when we look at what different scholars and historians historians say this is you know this is probably 
the word probably is in this, but this is also BBC bite size, so I, my right. guess is that it's pretty solid. So what we've got in it is a stone in the middle, which they've got labelled as the altar stone. Yep. And then, like, what you think of as the Stonehenge shape with the two rocks with the one across it, a horseshoe of them around it, mm-hmm. then a ring of smaller stones, and then a full ring of those all joined up in one big circle of the yeah. Stonehenge shape. And it clearly looks very different to what it looks like today. What we're left with today is more like the, the central section. Yeah. Is that, that's probably about right, isn't it? Yeah, and there's a few other stones nearby that they've labelled as station stones. But yeah, interesting. I feel like we're doing... Um, what's that digging show with Baldrick in it? <laughs> time team. Time team. We're doing a bit of time team here. <laughs> that digging show with Baldrick. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of those stupid jokes that like English listeners will find funny yeah, Americans exactly. will go what's time team well, who's Baldrick if by chance they watch Blackadder and also knew about time team then they'll well, they, know what that they meant they dug around our school didn't they yeah yeah they did Years in the ago. fields yeah, yeah that's true yeah 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 Rachel used to watch time team a lot yeah I feel I'm, I'm not going to ask her but I'm sure Becca did as well <laughs> Yeah, sounds like the sort of thing she'd watch. I'm just going to go through each of these briefly and just kind of tell you what they are. So the station stone right. on the top left. Um, the four station stones. Um, so I think they were like at each corner. So there's, yeah, they're like a little bit away from the actual Stonehenge. Yeah. They're like in four stones at a, lot, at a bit of a distance away from it. Yeah, and you and can not yeah, you can make them out. Yeah, no, 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 not anywhere near as big, really. Um, uh, but it's believed that they would have been used to mark the position of the sun and the moon during the right. year. Oh, so you can move them bits? Yeah, I guess so. I guess they were like that's why they're smaller. Yeah, light enough that you could you could do that. Yeah, they look uh, like I could lift them. Well, yeah, probably. Probably, I you know put your back into it, you'd probably be able to shift them. Uh, and then we come on to the horseshoe. The horseshoe uh, with five stone arches known as uh, trilithons um, to make up the shape of a horseshoe. And uh, this is this is pretty bonkers. So those stones are around about seven meters tall and weigh up to fifty tons. Oof. Um, yeah, I couldn't lift those ones. Probably couldn't lift that. No. Uh, the outer circle was made from 30 standing stones called sarsens, uh, which I think is the type of rock, um, but I'll probably be hilariously wrong. It's vinegar. <laughs> it, is, it is, yeah. I've got some on the table, actually. Right here. Um, <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> um, and then on top of these, you had these like horizontal stones, and it kind of forms like a ring around the whole of the yeah. um, horseshoe in the middle. Um Top right, you've got the the bank, the 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 bank that encircles the entire oh, yeah. thing. It's got like a gap for entering, I guess. Yeah, um, and the avenue um, leads from the River Avon um, oh. into Stonehenge, and uh, so it's believed that people might have walked along it in a procession, almost like a pilgrimage. Is that where the word avenue comes from? I guess so. I don't from Avon, Avon U. Avon Avenue. Yeah, maybe. You walk Avon, from the Avon Avenue. Avon U. Yeah. Nah. Avenue. 
No. Walk walk on to Electric Avon U. Yeah. Um, so this was one of the earliest structures to be built, the first ones, and it dates back to before 3000 BC, apparently. Right. 3000 years before Christ. Yeah. It's old, Jesus isn't it? Jesus Christ. Yeah, before <laughs> Christ. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty old. Christ. What would they have said in shock then? Uh, don't know. Who else's name could they have taken in vain? Don't know. What you mean, like at the time of Jesus? I don't know. No, I mean three thousand years before. They'd have been <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. T Rex, Stonehenge. Who who was it built by? <laughs> do you reckon? Who was it built by? Do you reckon? Who was it built by? Do we know? Well, uh, I'll come on to that in just a moment. Oh, wow. um, so then we're on to the blue stones. Now, the blue stones are the oldest stones, um, and they first stood alone, but then other stones were added, um, and the blue stones were moved. Right. Um, and uh, they, they formed the shape, the like circular shape that we can see uh, here. And then finally, we're on to the altar stone, so the the altar stone, actually, if you were to go there today, is apparently buried right underneath another stone that's fallen down. Right. But it's like a big slab, isn't it? Yeah, basically. Um, but it's made from sandstone found in South Wales. Um, but it's the only stone of its kind in Stonehenge. Can't find, you can't find the old, uh, that kind of stone anywhere else in the that's area. That's interesting. Why would they have bought it from Wales rather than use a nearby one? Oh, wow. That's another thing that we're going to come to. This is oh. what I mean. The more you look into it, you're He's like, oh, hang answers. on a minute. Why? 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 Well, I don't know if I do have the answers, but uh, He's so got that was just answers. like a little, little intro. Uh, it just seems crazy to me. There's so much in it. Um, uh, the first question, which is one of the ones you've just asked, is how was it built? Right. Um, uh, or, or that's at least one of the questions I I came up with. Yeah, like I was going to say, how would you even go who about built it? it? And I said, yeah. why do they bring a stone from Wales? Yeah, we will come on to the stone bit in a minute. Oh, sorry, yeah, who who built it? Who uh, built it? Uh, people from the Neolithic age, I suppose. Um, mm. Aliens. I don't. <laughs> aliens. <laughs> well, perhaps. Well, did they? Did they? Did the aliens build it? Did. Um, did aliens come and build Stonehenge for us? It's almost like UK's answer to the pyramids, isn't it? Yeah, it is a bit, isn't it? Um, because they just seem so bonkers that people <laughs> would actually build something <laughs> like that. So it must be, it must be aliens. Sto- Stonehenge is older than pyramids, though, right? Is it? Uh, yeah, of course. What do you mean, yeah, of course? I don't think they are. I, th- I think what? they're really. I don't know. Well, we've got a historian in the room. Should we? Should we ask her again? I was yes. googling it, but yeah, ask Rachel. It'll be quicker. How uh, old Rachel. are the pyramids? Yeah. How old are the pyramids? Uh, like thousands. Of Older than Stonehenge? No. She says no. This is right. Oh. Well done, Tiss. Historian uh, in the room, bruv. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I have her with me. Is she's not she's not actually working. Well, I, oh yeah, no, they are. It's not. There's not that much in it. the The pyramids are about four thousand five hundred years old, and Stonehenge yeah, so, is like five thousand years old. Yeah, so it's not. It's probably around about the same kind of. Yeah, yeah, Stonehenge yeah. is older by like at least five hundred years. 
which is not nothing. That's quite old. <laughs> no. <laughs> but in, in, the, in the entirety of human history, yes, it's not nothing. that long. No. It's even um, nothing. <laughs> Gebekli Tepe, uh, Gebekli Tepe is 7,000 years old. What's that? Gebekli Tepe is uh, a Turkish um, structure that we'll talk about next episode. <laughs> We won't, it's mine. I'm not doing <laughs> <No>. that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so how was it built? How did they shape the the big stones? Basically, um, archaeologists believed that um, ancient Britons would um, hammer wedges of wood into cracks in the stone, soak the, soak the wood, the wedges of wood in water, and then it would expand the wood and split the stone. Right. Um, and then they would use chisels and hammers to shape them. Um, but, you know, bear in mind, we're talking Neolithic age, so very basic. It's the Stone Age. It's, like, extremely basic yeah. stuff here. So this is kind of like wild You're saying guess. basic, but I wouldn't have thought thought to do it that way. No, I know. That's it seems, Yeah, I, I wouldn't think to... Yeah, uh, yeah, let the wood soak up the water and then expand... That's, that's pretty. It seems pretty advanced for me. I would just, I would just go and walk around Wicks until I thought I saw something that might do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they definitely had a Wicks, I think, in the in the Stone Age, Sto- Stone Age, Stone Age, and so then the stones were then transported, and the the most widely known belief, or the one that I could find that seemed to be the most plausible anyway, was that they were carried on rafts down rivers. Right. Um, and then dragged over land uh, by big teams of men and ox. Um, <laughs> and then placed onto <laughs> giant wooden <laughs> stages and sawed along. Teams of men and oxen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I don't... Back then, men could cover each other's oxen quite freely, actually. What do you say mean? that again? <laughs> yeah, what do you... Men could cover each other's oxen. Isn't that one of the commandments? Thou shalt not cover thy neighbor's oxen. Oh, I... S- <laughs> is this Tiss's Bible stories? Tiss's Bible stories. Is this your version of the Ten Commandments, Well, because it was like 5,000 BC or 3,000 BC. Was that actually a Ten Commandment? The Ten Commandments was when? The, yeah, so the the commandment is to not cover. So cover is like being jealous, envy, like envious, wanting. Yeah. 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 So the idea was to not cover your neighbour's possessions and possessions at the time would have... It would have been like cattle, yeah, and flocks of sheep or, you know, things like that. So, and maybe oxen. I don't know. My, I, I my knowledge if... of the um, Ten Commandments. <laughs> my knowledge of the Ten Commandments yeah. is that episode of The Simpsons where he steals cable and they have that. It opens with, like, Home of the Thief. We're in the marketplace. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my lusty friend. <laughs> that one, yeah. That, that's my knowledge of the Ten Commandments. Hey, good evening, House Ron, Carver of Graven Images. Ah, good evening, Homer the Thief. How is business? Been a little slow these past few months. Not much to steal in the desert, you know. Ah, do not worry, my friend. I figure we'll be wandering out here. Another two weeks, tops. <laughs> hey, good evening, Zohar the Adulterer. My wife sends her warmest regards. Oh, yes. She's a good woman. Very good. Thank you, my lusty friend. 
Moses is back. Quick, everybody look busy. The Lord has handed down to us ten commandments by which to live. I will now read them in no particular order. Thou shalt not make any graven images. Oh, my God! Thou shalt not commit adultery. Ah, well, looks like the party's over. <laughs> hey, Moses, keep them coming. <laughs> Thou shalt not steal. Don't! <laughs> Sorry, Omar. But is that how it yeah. happened? He just came to top of a rock and said, don't do these things. Yeah, basically, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I mean, the oxen thing, uh, I mean, I can find out for sure. Again, I'm really impressed by Tiss's knowledge of the Bible. You're not going to be far off. I do want to look because it's not, you're not, like I say, it's, you're not going to be far <laughs> off at all. It's going to be something like that. Uh, Thou shalt not cover thy neighbor's oxen. Who said it? Um, Moses. Moses in it. Was it Moses again? It's Moses. Is that before or after he turned into a camel? <laughs> <laughs> he turned into a camel, didn't he? <laughs> All right, here we go. <laughs> Tiss, Tiss, I'm impressed. You must not cover your neighbor's house. You must not cover your neighbor's wife. Fair enough. Male or female servant. Ox or donkey, or wow. anything else that belongs to a neighbour. Boom. So he did name check the ox. So thou shalt not covet your neighbour's oxen. Yeah, not far kind off. Of, yeah, I'm impressed. This knows his Bible better than I know it. That's that's good. He definitely knows it better than I do. What, Tis, where did you learn all this Bible? Um, burning bush. Did you go to Sunday school? <laughs> It's crazy how he retained it all. He doesn't remember yeah, stuff how I do tell you retain him like this last information? week. And then he knows all this. Because it's, I just, <laughs> yeah, just got told it. <laughs> but we tell you stuff all the time and you forget. Oh, short-term memory is fucked. Long-term memory is great. <laughs> I can remember the most random shit that happened 10 years ago. I can't remember what I did yesterday. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, yeah. Um, right, so... Anyway, so they were covered in a load of ox with these rocks. They could cover oxen by, at that point because there, there oh, was no one to the tell them not to. Yeah, so they're all dragging these rocks, covering each other's oxen on the way. <laughs> but bear in mind, <laughs> they're these... all making side eyes each other's oxes. It's the ones that I, it's the ones that have more. Oxen <laughs> I originally, I on thought you team. said cover. I thought you said cover. Yeah, that's what I, I thought like, you said. I was like, what's cover them about? with what? I thought you meant like covering shifts, like they put the ox on top of the rock sometimes. Oh, I'll take this one. I'll take this shift. Uh, yeah. Oh, there we go. Right, anyway, um, so. So, yeah, so they transported these 50 ton rocks. Um, I mean, I- I'm not questioning BBC Bite Size because that's how I got my education. <laughs> BBC <and> Bite. <laughs> But it says here it, it's believed that the stones were placed on giant wood sledges and poured along the ground using log rollers. It's just not <laughs> worth it, is it? Log rollers. It just seems like <laughs> such an effort. Um, I, I, did, I did a log roller earlier. 
Oh. oh, for God's sake. I'm not cutting so that. Juvenile. That is That's so, so juvenile. That might be the most childish thing that I've ever left in an episode. There's <laughs> <laughs> such a difference to Tiss in this episode to the last to one. with two fakes. I am so last juvenile time. today. I feel very juvenile. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> right. So. This, Good luck, Pete, this is bonkers this. enough. <laughs> this whole thing is bonkers enough. And then this is where it gets even interesting. So now we're going to look at... <laughs> um, we're going to look at your question, Bob. Where yeah. did the stones come from? Came okay, from Wales. South Wales. <laughs> the other stone did. And we spoiled it. He's the guy who told us. <laughs> Here's where it gets no, really I, did, I did mention it. It's I did mention Wales. It. it was just the altar stone was from Wales, though, wasn't it? The altar stone was, right. was from Wales. Um, but the two types of Stonehenge, so do you remember I mentioned the sarsen stones, the vinegar stones? Yeah. Um, what about the blue stones? And stone? the, blue, the blue stones. So the sarsen stones are made from a silcrete rock, which can be found all over southern England. So that's plentiful. That's pretty much everywhere, apparently. Right. Um, but most archaeologists believe that those stones were 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 brought in from the Marlborough Downs, so about twenty miles away. So still a fair distance. A long way to drag a rock. A long way to drag a rock, but not as far as South Wales. Mm. Um, but we st- we still don't know the exact place. But that's that's an archaeologist's best guess. Um, that that's where they would have uh, got the sarsen rock from. Um, the sarsen rocks weighed about twenty five tons. So, I mean, that's just enormous, isn't it? It's just unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Um, now, blue stones, um, they're the smaller stones that we showed you in the picture just earlier. Yeah, there's a ring of them between the arches. Um, now, they vary in their geology, but they all come from the Priscilla Hills in southwest Wales. Oh, um, so they they're from Wales as well? Yeah. Flipping so all out. of those stones... Uh, now they weigh; they're much lighter. They they're only between two and five tons each. Those tiny stones, but they're still uh, that's like dragging a big car. Would you Would you rather take that all the way from Wales or the heavier one just up the road? Oh, good question. It's <laughs> question of the week. <laughs> I I would I do? I think I'd do the shorter distance because maybe you'd have more people to help. <sighs> I don't know though. I'm not sure. Further distance with basically two and a half. What two between two and five tons? It's like yeah, they call you call one of your mates. You're like, can you just give me a hand shifting something? Oh, go <laughs> yeah. on then. And they get there. Yeah. And it's that fucking rock. You said you'd help. <laughs> yeah, you're here <laughs> now. Whining the yeah. whole way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, two two tons is like a car. Five tons must be like a like a. Two and a half, two and a half cars. So still bloody heavy, and you've got to do that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you've got to do that over. I don't know how many miles from Wales to Stonehenge. Long, lots of long miles. Way. Uh, like too far, too long. So yeah. why? Um, and uh, you know, in true Weird Tales fashion, I didn't research for hours and hours and hours and end with this because we don't. That's not the way we research our episodes but i because couldn't because it was see... your birthday yesterday and you wanted to play video games 
Well, yeah, maybe <laughs> a little bit. Um, but I couldn't find, and Rachel couldn't tell me either, so it must be true, why you would, why you drag these rocks from, why would you do that? That's that's an enormous amount of rock. So they don't actually know why? No. Interesting. Still a mystery. It's still a mystery why you would, you. I mean, I don't know. Is but there something was, particularly... Was there something that they thought was particularly sacred about the uh, the location they were from in Wales, these rocks? I don't know. Exactly. And and were they originally set up in that location and then they moved They moved shop to uh, yeah, near it's a just, like, I don't... It's just hypothesising, isn't it? There's got to be a reason because they wouldn't... They wouldn't do it if they didn't have to, or if they didn't feel they had to. No. No, exactly. There must have been a pretty good... I would need a bloody good reason to move stuff like that. Yeah. Um, But that still remains a mystery, which is really interesting. I I just can't think of any particular reason at all. But then we're talking about people that lived thousands of years ago. We're not going to ever understand them or understand their motives or religions beliefs or that you know that's all going to remain a mystery to us can really. you imagine meeting someone on a time machine from that long ago yeah i just you wouldn't be able to you wouldn't be able to get across anything to each other no you wouldn't even if you like even if it was possible in that moment for you to both speak the same language you still wouldn't understand each other no you might you'd have better chance of an alien do you know what your best hope would be What's that, Tiss? Your best hope Go on. Right. would be music. Oh. The best hope is you'd, yeah. you'd, you'd do like beats on your legs, like drum beats or something. You could communicate right. through beats. <laughs> what could you communicate through the beat? Just the vibe, general vibe. <laughs> it's the vibe of no, it's like nowadays. Just the um, vibe of the times. I'd show my iPhone. Would you? Yeah. Uh, I can't, I just couldn't. It's a bit like, um, is it Ricky Gervais who said to Carl Pilkinson that if you could speak, if a lion could speak, oh yeah, in, uh, yeah. language English, you they you still wouldn't, yeah, you wouldn't understand each other, yeah. I just couldn't. You wouldn't be able to find any maybe music because the way you perceive the world is so different. There's no, yeah, there's no common ground. No, but maybe Tiss is right. Maybe it's music. Yeah, music is always the common ground. That's why we send music up in space stations, isn't it, for the aliens? Music is maths, and maths is universal. Tiss, Tiss would get his mum to carry his drum kit to Stonehenge. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and then shout at her because she didn't put the duvet in the in the bass. <laughs> in the kit. <laughs> the duvet in the what? In the bass drum? <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> Oh, it's going to sound shit now. They won't appreciate it. (laughs) (laughs) So now we're going to come on to what's it for? What, what, what is this massive stone monument? I want to hear some, some theories on this. Yeah. I know. Do you actually? It's to measure the equinoxes because the sun rises directly between certain stones at certain times of the year. Yeah, correct. That's one of the wow. theories. Um, so it's, well done. Um, it's believed that ancient Britons uh, would 
they believed that the sun and the moon had special power over their lives. So they would almost like pilgrimage. Well, they do. Um, or it's believed that, well, yeah, they do still now, but we, we do that because we think they used to have like special ceremonies at Stonehenge on Midsummer's Day, so the longest day of the year, and then mm-hmm. Midwinter's Day, longer, the shortest day of the year. Mm. So that's that's the most common reason, and it's probably the one that most people... Like, it makes logical sense, maybe. I didn't know that. So. But again, I don't know. It might seem logical to us, but it might... Uh, I don't yeah. really know what solstice is. Uh, no, I don't. I just know it's... Every, I'll just 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 in my calendar, isn't it? I do, yeah, exactly. Just, I see it on a calendar and go, oh. oh, it's winter solstice today. I know about as much about that as I do about like Saint Swithin's Day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know. Tis, uh, what's is summer it something solstice? to do with agriculture? Summer solstice. Yeah, hmm. is it something? Um, I, I, in my mind, it's something to do with farming or something. Don't know. Ooh. The way he said summer solstice was like is the first time he ever knows all about it. <laughs> it's like he, the first time he'd ever heard them two words. No, no. But it was him that just brought it up. No. Summer solstice. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was shocked. No, because the the reason why solstice is linked to farming is because of pagan uh worship. And and right. that's what the seasons are based around the farming seasons, or at least, right? Yeah, I think that I don't know which one follows which, but anyway, they all tie in together. So I think that's but, the solstice is something to do with the sun moving or rising in different places or different times of day. It's like a shift. Mm. It's like a, it's a, some sort of shift into a different. Um, is it just Time that of it year. seems pretty, seems pretty like, I don't know, it just doesn't seem like there's enough in it for me that, because my belief, my understanding is that on those days, the sun rises like directly, like you said earlier, it's directly down the middle of the monument. Yeah. Like, I I don't, is it just that it looks really pretty? I don't really understand. All right, I okay, mean, this is what it says, um... In the dictionary. People that long ago had very simple needs, <laughs> like the sun rising yeah, through yeah, two I guess stones. It. <laughs> it is literally just like when the sun is at the the peak of the longest day. That's literally what summer solstice means. The solstice that marks the onset of summer at the time of the longest day around the 21st of June in the Northern Hemisphere and 22nd of December in the Summer Hemisphere. It's just, that's what it is. There's nothing more. If we put ourselves in the minds of ancient Britons 3,000 years ago, if you believed that the sun and the moon had healing powers or special powers, then it would seem completely sane. Like complete, It would just be part of normal life to do that. Because, well, why wouldn't you? It would seem almost like a... It's like a worldview, isn't it? Their worldview would have been... That's what that's what we do because then we get special powers from the sun and the moon. So you go. Yeah. When is when is the like height of the longest day of the longest day, middle of summer for the sun? This is its special yeah. day. It's like the sun's birthday. Yeah. And then the moon's birthday at the end of the year. Yeah. I got the scholastic answer here for us children. Um, oh, go on. 
The day that the Earth's North Pole is tilted closest to the sun is called the summer solstice. This is the longest day with most daylight hours of the year for people living in the Northern Hemisphere. It is also the day the sun reaches the highest point in the sky. So it's that, yeah, celebration of the sun. We're going to call it the sun's birthday. Sun's birthday. Happy birthday, son. Um, not my son, the son. Um, it's not Joel's birthday. No, um, not that, So that's probably the most plausible reason... Mm. Um, what do you think of that? What do you guys think of the solstices? Um, it makes sense. Like, like you say, the sun's important to us now. It's important. It's been important to all cultures at all times. So, mm. especially then, you're like, what else have we got to worship? This is three thousand years before you know Christianity and stuff, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah, before modern religion, yeah. Before so. modern, exactly. This is this is ancient stuff. So what have you got? Well, this big glowing being in the sky. That's what we're going to celebrate. So let's build this amazing monument. Man, to I just imagine all of the people in that time just like getting super fucked up on like mushrooms, <laughs> and they're just like, "Hey, man, let's just build this massive monument to the sun." Yeah, but they wouldn't be organised enough to build that if they were as wasted as you're saying no, they are. they would be wasted. Maybe they never finished it. Maybe it never looked any different. The way it is now, where it's all fucking knocked over. That's as far as they got. <laughs> yeah. Because they couldn't put the mushrooms down. <laughs> no, they just told That'll other do. people to do it. Yeah, <laughs> do. It seemed like a good idea when they were like high the day before. Like, the, aliens, the aliens that contacted them via the mushrooms brought them the stones and arranged it in this sort of weird game editor style are there some people that think it is a satellite for contacting aliens yeah right good just check it that seemed like the sort of thing that people would think so i just want that clarified (laughs) (laughs) could be um so we're just gonna quickly look at some of the other reasons some of the other things which may be less plausible i don't know maybe maybe they're not um, so so, next... so that that reason is like so yeah. like what a solstice monument monument to solstice yeah yeah I guess so yeah monuments monument to solstice uh, celebration of the sun and moon um, I guess you could call it almost like a ritual or a pilgrimage Ooh, like a pilgrimage ritual. I bet there's been some witchcraft rituals on that on that location i couldn't find much about witchcraft to be honest yeah, they're not going to tell you me. i'm though, sure there will be they're not going to tell you no nah, they wouldn't tell you that that's they yeah why would they let that slip um okay yeah so like i say i've just got a few more things here which um are quite interesting just quite interesting theories uh so the next one is uh that stonehenge was used as a burial site for the elite mm. um so that's like a pyramid yeah yeah like a yeah. pyramid yeah yeah, exactly. Which, which again would seem completely plausible. Mm-hmm. Um, so, as it was used in the late Neolithic period, it, it it's yeah, like I say, the the theory is that it would have been used for a burial site, but for the elite, for you know the uh, I don't know the the scholars, the philosophers. The isn't it interesting that even that many years ago we still had the concept of like this person is elite compared to us plebes yeah exactly it's interesting that you've yeah even ancient you know the ancient people would like what have they got over you in that time yeah exactly i mean and this is this is this is um a theory which which could you know 
it's suggested that it wouldn't just be within one time frame. It could, it could be that many centuries later it was used for a different reason. So it might have been a monument to the sun and the moon, or like mm-hmm. a pilgrimage or a ritual. You know, thousands of years ago, but then thousands of years later, maybe it was then a burial site. Um, they have found archaeologists have found. Um, you know, like thousands of bones and skeletons. Yeah, but there's bones everywhere, isn't there? Exactly. So that's why that kind of falls apart. What bit of ground hasn't got a bone under it? Exactly. So it's it's sort of you know you could say that well, there's evidence there because there were you know archaeologists archaeologists have found bones from that era there, but yeah, like you say, you could probably find you could probably say that's probably true for most of the country. Uh, the next, the next theory is it comes back to something that Tiss said at the beginning. So, uh, the theory is that Stonehenge is a giant calendar. Oh, yeah, um, giant astronomical calendar. Um, so there's references here to Stonehenge, Stonehenge having like a celestial influence, um, and, and apparently being aligned with different. Um, different parts of the sky and being aligned with different stars and different moons. And so, mm-hmm. therefore, it it's theoretically possible that it could have been used as like a big observatory uh, uh, that would connect the Earth to the sky. Yeah, what else have you got to study at that time other than the sky? Yeah, exactly. So you would be reading the sky, reading the stars... Linking it yeah. to the seasons, linking it to the to the the changing of the earth. So maybe, yeah, maybe a way to sort of quantify that. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, and it seem, might seem quite crazy to us now, but like you say, they didn't really have a lot else going on. <laughs> a bit poor, um, didn't they? Yeah, exactly. Um, but you, if it does align with, and your your knowledge shows that it aligns with certain specific stars, then why wouldn't you think that? It yeah. would seem logical, I suppose. Um, the next thing, and this is, I'm going through like the main ones that I was yeah, able yeah. to find. So listeners might be able to find lots more. Um, uh, but the final one I was able to find was that it was a place of healing. Okay. Um, so uh, according to. Uh, Professor Timothy Darville and Jeff Rainwhite, they suggest that the monument was a site of pilgrimage and healing because they believed that there were like curative um, properties within the blue stone. Okay. Um, so once upon a time there were there was belief that the, the there were properties within the stone that maybe if you touched them or you were able to uh, like be in the presence of blue stone then it that it would um it it would heal you of certain ailments and illnesses which yeah which is again quite interesting uh and just another good thought anything goes though because like because obviously we don't know what it's for so you can throw any theory out there yeah exactly because you could just say oh it's just a gathering place just like village fate yeah we just like I always thought like my didn't some people said like might have just been like they put on shows there, theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was actually was something that was kind of quite vague. I couldn't find too much about that. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's been suggested because you can just throw anything out there, can't you? Yeah, yeah, exactly. 
Or like that was like a meeting place. Like, yeah. oh, I'll meet you at the meet you at Stonehenge. We'll meet you there tomorrow. Yeah. Noon. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> or they look at their fucking sundial watches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just have. Just have. <laughs> I'm thinking of them ones that Fred Flintstone wears. so finally before we move on to my last little segment Mm -hmm. um the most sort of widely accepted um theory is that it was probably all of the above right at some point in the ancient history of stonehenge it's probably been used for lots of different things it's like a civic Um, center <laughs> yeah, I guess like the Civic Center. Um like the Agora. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so stupid. Yeah. No, yeah, I guess it like the Civic like, Center. You know, yeah. Yeah. There's gonna be a yeah, fate it's... there, then you can go and see a comedian next weekend. Uh, <laughs> yeah. some yoga people are practicing the next weekend, like We've got some new age people Is it all booked out Stonehenge? No, no, it's free that weekend. Cool. You know, we've got a gig on. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. I love that. I love <laughs> that. We, yeah, we've just reduced Stonehenge to the Civic Centre. Yeah, the Salisbury Civic Centre. <laughs> yeah, amazing. Um, but uh, which one Which one do you guys like or do you think is most like, reasonable? So what I've got here, have I missed any? I've got... A monument, a solstice monument, a monument to the sun and the moon. Yep. Um, a burial site for the elites. Yep. Um, an astronomical calendar. Yeah. Um, a site of healing. Mm-hmm. And an alien antenna. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Are they the main ones? Uh, I missed yeah, no, any. you haven't missed any. No, or the Salisbury Civic Centre. <laughs> or the Salisbury Civic Centre. All of the above. I mean, I... Realistically, I think the most likely one is the one that Tis said at the beginning, the the Solstice Monument. Yeah. Which is why yeah, people still so. go there for Solstice now. Yeah. Mm. And some people genuinely think that when Solstice hits, it's like a sort of... Is it on ley lines or something? Something to do with... I, I don't ley know. I've, heard, I've heard people say that the energy is really good at that time of year like as if like it was built to measure the solstice because that's the event that triggers that area or something like that you know what i mean right like that's how you know it's working because the sun rises in that thing right maybe we should go there one year for a weird tales trip weird tales solstice. yeah we'll drive we'll drive past in a traffic jam yeah it'd be really quick I mean, it's a long way for me to come to stand up. Yeah, it is a bit far for you. <laughs> Here's a question, though, before we move on. Yeah. Uh, why, why, if it if it is just like a solstice thing, could they not just do that in Wales? Why not just get all this? Why drag? I still can't get my head around. I think Tiss is right this. about the location. Then believing whether or not it's true, whether then believing like this location has good energy for that i'd be like well how much better is it in salisbury because that's a long way like is it is it worth it is it that much better because if you considered like talking to the foreman here like have you considered how we're going to do this it's going to be a nightmare it's going to be great like we've to- tony's only great. got 10 oxen you know we're not gonna 
This is going to take us ages. Yeah, but Nigel's been covering them all morning. (laughs) (laughs) He's been covering them. Uh, so I just think it's a four-hour um, four drive. That's actually not as far as I thought, but it's too long for me to drive to go and stand next to it when the sun comes up, unless it really is a magical experience. Hey, listeners, if you've ever been to um, Solstice, the summer solstice at Stonehenge, let us know. Was it is it worth a four-hour drive? You know my ideas behind... You know my thoughts behind uh, whether or not it was worth it. Um, finally, do you guys want to hear some uh, stupid conspiracy theories about oh, it? Oh, 100%. Hundred percent. Um, they are very, they are very silly, and they are quite short. Okay. Um, but they're fun. That's the as, best kind of conspiracy all... theories. Yeah, exactly. they kind of they're so short because they've got no credibility to them. As soon yeah, as you exactly. scratch like the tiniest <laughs> below the surface, as it falls to dust. <laughs> uh, so here we go for the conspiracy theory number one. Okay. Strap yourselves in. I'm strapped. The first conspiracy theory is that a giant built it. No. A giant? Yeah, no. A giant. I know that's not true, because if that was true, you would have told me that on your episode about giants. Yeah, that is that is true. Exactly. You would have missed a nugget like that. No. Oh, absolute doozy like this. Um, well, let's, 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 let's give it a little bit of time. So, Didn't we used to be smaller? Not bigger. Didn't. Didn't people used to be smaller? Yeah, because yeah. you look at those, look at like thatched co- cottages. Yeah, old They're, houses. Doorways are small, aren't they? Even my old house in Wing, that was small. Yeah, I think people have got bigger, haven't they? Yeah. I don't know why. Neither do I, because there's more of us. We need to take up less space. Yeah, we need to get smaller. Um, Isn't... No, never mind. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so at, believe it or not, this actually is tied in with King Arthur. Right. Um, and apparently uh, King Arthur's sorcerer, Merlin. Yeah, I've been to, been to his cave. Have you? Tintagel. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, apparently Merlin had a giant um, that he, wasn't uh, he told to build the the structure for King Arthur. I didn't know he had a giant. Um, apparently... Yeah, I don't. I don't know. But this is this is exactly why it's absolute crap because there's not much in this. <laughs> there's no name for the giant. Um, what I love this is this is I love this. Why exactly the giant agreed or what was in it for him isn't clear. Mm. Um, so I I would agree with that. So the next one, this one is probably like the lace just very loose and a bit like nothing really in this. Um, but the one of the explanations is that it was an ancient team building exercise. Mm. So for some reason, well, you have to work as a team to drag the rocks. Yeah, the the Neolithics decided. Do you know what? Let's just build a massive structure made of giant sarsen stones and bluestones and drag it hundreds of miles mm. over uh-huh. there. No. Team building exercises is a very like like late nineties, early two thousands concept, and no one likes them. So you don't you don't think that they would have done like the like in the office where they do no not the office. It's when they do like the catching, like you fall back and someone catches you. That kind yeah. of like, or you've got to build a bridge out of newspaper and spaghetti. That kind of stuff. Yeah, I d- I don't know. Well, they do. 
Yeah, they do do it in the office, don't they? Because then isn't the whole thing with the um, they got to work together with the. <laughs> There's been a rape up there. That episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Isn't that about? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that episode. Oh my fucking god! That episode's so funny. Uh, <laughs> Get their attention. That's all about team building exercises. They're doing like puzzles yeah, together is, and stuff. That's hilarious. Dark that is, that, that might be the best episode. episode yeah, it is. is it is fantastic. Cold. Um, talk just really briefly. Do you remember when we ducked out of a team building exercise in the first day of six form Bob, and we went to oh, get some Chinese the, instead? Is that when they had the army guys in there? Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, I was like, fuck that. I was like, not in the yeah. mood for that. I was like, I don't, I, I, don't I didn't, want... I didn't like the idea of getting shouted at by some army sergeant. Welcome me. I did that. I didn't find that welcoming on my first day of sixth form. No. I was like, no, nah, I'm not going. No. And they're like, here you are. I was like, well, what are you? How can you make me do this? I don't want to do it. And then, well, yeah, we just walked into to the village. Yeah. No, I didn't fancy. Went and got a saveloy. Um, Miss, <laughs> Miss Lynott wasn't very happy, but uh, no, they really yeah. fucking got a sulk on that I didn't want to do it. Yeah, no, can't make me. It. Can't make me. No, I'm an adult now. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, I'm a big boy. Next yeah, one. I'm going. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Such a big boy. I'm going to go and sulk him in the park and wing it in the saveloy. Yeah. <laughs> Eating like sweet and sour chicken balls in yeah. the park. Yeah. So, not not team building <laughs> exercise then. Um, no, definitely not. What about. Um, Next one. Uh, here we go. You touched on it earlier. Aliens. Aliens um, did it. No. No. Why would they? Yeah. Is, why for? wouldn't they? I don't understand. Uh, why wouldn't they? There's nothing to benefit for them. Oh. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing yeah, to no. benefit for us, really, but at least it... Like, it's our planet. To get out. Why would they, <laughs> why would they go to? <laughs> no, it's our planet, so we want to like worship the sun yeah. and stuff. What? Why would an alien move a rock from Wales? Um, and then just what? Go home again? Yeah, and then bugger off. Well, how do you know they're going home? Unless it was a message. It doesn't make any sense. It's a message to us. Uh, so this is this is probably <laughs> moving the, on. This is this is. Probably the strangest one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, probably strange, or like the maybe not strange. Aliens are pretty strange. Um, yeah, they're a bit weird, aren't they? Yeah, a little bit. It's a Neolithic sex symbol. Like this. So uh, here we go. I'm going to read this out actually because I can't. I want to get this right. In 2003. Dave, is this one going to get me randy, baby? <laughs> 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 oh. I don't know. I hope not. That would be getting a bonk on at Stonehenge would be a new low for you. How, how outdated is an Austin Powers impression? <laughs> yeah, babe. <laughs> <laughs> so in 2003, a single researcher from, uh, I mean, it says single, I think it just means one person, not like her relationship status or their relationship status. Oh, behave. (laughs) 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 It's not me for once. 
<laughs> yeah, sorry. You know what? I'm so I tired. I'm, I'm being I don't, silly. I don't know. Your your log roller comment from earlier yeah, was pretty, pretty low. low. Yeah, that is low. <laughs> <laughs> Me trying to hide from it with uh, with Bob's comment. <laughs> Throwing me under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> People in class houses, eh? Right, okay. So there's a, there's, there's a single single term. So <laughs> a, a researcher from the University of British Columbia mm-hmm. uh, claimed that Stonehenge was an ancient sex symbol intentionally constructed to look like the female sexual organ. Uh, well, so in, Dr. The, in, the, in the sense that it's a circle. I guess it's a bit I, like this might bit... shock you, but I've seen a female sex organ. It's not just a circle. Is it not? No. If have you seen a vagina then? <laughs> Please <laughs> don't, don't make me say it. <laughs> oh behave. Oh behave. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? Austin Powers is amazing. It's really fucking good, actually. I've come around. I've come the other way. It's actually good. <laughs> it is good. It is good. You've gone full circle. Or, yeah, I yeah. think we all started thinking I was a bit of stupid shit. I used to think funny when I was a teenager. Now I've gone the other way. And actually, no, actually, Austin Powers fucking rules. <laughs> it was. It was awesome. <laughs> um, So I'm going to end on this quote. Dr. Perks, right. who oh. is uh, from... <laughs> yeah. Crikey, from, from the University of British Columbia <laughs> says this this coffee tastes like shit <laughs> it is shit Austin <laughs> from the start of this episode what listener was expecting that the final third of it would just be us doing bad Austin Powers impressions <laughs> shag babe <laughs> <laughs> oh god right here we go she I'm going to try what? and get through this uh, said this if ideas of earth mother originated with or were shared by the people of the henge Stonehenge could represent symbolically the opening oh, by which earth mother gave birth to the plants and animals on which the ancient people so depended I mean... Crikey, I've lost my mojo. (laughs) Nah. Nah, it's just stupid, isn't it? There's just no need for that. Not shagadelic, baby. No. So, oh, and that wasn't my last one. This is my last one. This this is quite interesting. It kind of comes back to something we we were talking about earlier, something that Tiss mentioned. Um, (laughs) Was it his log roll? (laughs) Yeah, not his log roll. It Going wasn't back his to what Tiss said earlier about his log roll. Someone did bury um, their log roll there. <laughs> one, <laughs> one theory, which is a bit out there, but <laughs> could be, um, was that the circular construction of Stonehenge mimics a soundscape. Right. So it's an art installation. So, yeah, kind of. Yeah, exactly. Coming back to the. Yeah. Uh, so. The theory of Stephen Waller, who is a researcher in archaeoacoustics, says that if two pipers were to play their instruments in a field, a listener would notice a strange effect. And in certain spots, the sound waves from the two pipes would cancel each other out, creating 
um, quiet spots. Um, so the stones of Stonehenge create a similar effect, apparently, except with stones, rather than competing sound waves blocking sound. Uh, Waller reported um, at this meeting uh, of of the American Association for the Advancement of Science. Uh, other researchers have confirmed that apparently Stonehenge had amazing acoustics. Um, and so the, the circle we've created reverberations similar to like a cathedral or a concert hall today. Mm. So it really was the Civic Centre. I was going to say, like I said earlier about him doing music there and, and using it as... I mean, like Tiss was saying earlier, like music's very primal. And even yeah. then, I think music would have been important to people. The sun would have been important to people. The combination of these things, they probably did, even if it was just a place of worship, like what place of worship doesn't play music mm. now? Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, whatever, regardless of whatever it was for, I imagine there would have been music there. Yeah. I don't know if, yeah, them, I so. don't know if it would have been a conscious decision that they made it with banging acoustics. But um, No, I don't think that was in the blueprints when they designed it. No. It was. I think it was a happy coincidence that you think they it was set this? it up and they're like, yeah. do you? Everything from the past is intentional. Everything. Okay. And no one can prove Everything otherwise. Everything from the past. Well. And no one can prove that either. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I still happen to think it might have been like a happy coincidence. I think it's an unhappy coincidence, actually. I think they were playing music in there and they were just like... This is way too echoey. We can't record in here. <laughs> <laughs> well, it doesn't matter because if I reckon one piper must have been playing, and then they just oh, this sounds pretty cool, and then was it piper? He was like, "You go was go it, over there with your piper." Was it a Billy Piper? <laughs> God, ouch, baby, very <laughs> ouch, very <laughs> ouch. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. I, Tiss I mean, is logged off. He's logged off. Who, know, who knows? The thing is, Tiss is just as right as anyone because none of us actually know. Well, calm down. <laughs> so. <laughs> calm down, baby. <laughs> That's got to be in there, isn't it? I don't know. I've not seen Austin Powers for a while. Oh, I've got to go. I'm going to go and watch it. As soon as the film festival's over, I'll watch Austin Powers. The silly thing is, it was on TV a couple of weeks ago and I I didn't watch it because I was like, oh, this is silly. We, Me and Rachel started watching it. We're like, this is really silly. We'd forgotten how silly it was. But oh, yeah, it is good. silly. But it's, it's good. It is very silly. Um, so that concludes the conspiracy theories and that pretty much concludes everything... Uh, for the episode. So what we've come down as to is that we still don't know what it's for. We don't know what it's for. We don't really know why they would shift everything from South Wales. Uh, at least it just doesn't seem. Uh, it doesn't seem enough of a reason, uh, unless yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe worship worshiping the sun and the moon was the most took the most priority, and then so it, it would make sense to move it. You would just do it because it's. It's a god, and so mm. why wouldn't you? It would make logical sense, so maybe. I don't know. Well, listeners, let us know what you think. What is it? 
What? Why? What is Stonehenge and why move the rock? Hmm. Email us at WTATU at bobshoy.podomatic. I really at... thought you were actually going to get it right then. Email us at whymovetherock.com slash whymovetheroddamnrock. Yeah, so it's still, still, still full of mystery all these years later. Um, whymovetherocks.com is available. If they'd have just written it down, they could have carved it into a rock, couldn't they? Especially these years later anyway, to be honest. Like, no one knows anything about them. Just just pop it on the rock. Just engrave something on the rock and then we'd know. That's mm. just annoying they didn't write it down. It's they like when you when you move down. into a house and you go to redecorate and you strip the wallpaper off and the previous people who decorated had written a little note for you behind it. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like that. If you shift one of them rocks, there's probably underneath one of them saying, like, Nigel put it here for a banging gig. 3,000 yeah. BC. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I like the idea of him... Then calling it three thousand BC, <laughs> like yeah. they knew, they knew something. Was they knew Jesus 3, was coming. Years. <laughs> <laughs> well, so it was a calendar, wasn't it? Yeah, so they would have known. Um, right. Well, thanks, Beef. Um, I know a little bit more than I knew about Stonehenge. Now, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, we all learned a little bit tonight. Yeah. Um, and if listeners do want to tell us what they think about Stonehenge or about us, um, baby, then they can do so at wtatupod at gmail.com or you can go to weirdtalesandtheunexplainable.com. You can contact us through there instead. There's a contact button. And on that website, you can also um, <clears throat> find all the things, everything, the links to buy T-shirts, support us monetarily, links to our social medias, um, We've got a lot of people on the Facebook. That's a pretty uh, positive place where we get nice comments from people underneath the messages um, and things. Um, and you can go to my website, which is bobshoy.com, B-O-B-S-H-O-Y. Um, that's where you can see everything else I work on and ways to support my time uh, researching and editing different podcasts as part of the Bob Shoy Podcast Network. Guys, I've got a question of the week here. Okay. I'm ready for it. Oh, I know um, I know. Pet of the Week's over, but I did think we got one still today. So this listener's probably just a little bit behind on episodes, doesn't know. But I wasn't going to do any more Pet of the Week, but I thought you'd enjoy this dog because it looks awesome. Oh, oh, whose dog is that? That is uh, from Jim Birchall. That's uh, Bonnie the Husky. Wow, oh. that's beautiful. Um, I really shouldn't have done that because I promised No More Pet of the Week and it's going to encourage people, really now, No More Pets of the Week. In fact, that wasn't a Pet of the Week, it was just a dog we talked about. Now, question of the week. <laughs> <laughs> question of the week. Um, this one's from, I sent this a while back, this is from Johnny Smith. And he said, quick fire question for you all. Um, you have one month on Earth as the only human being and you can travel anywhere in the world doesn't matter how what's the first place you go to and why you're the only so person. we've only got one month you've got a month and you're the only human being on earth and you can get to anywhere and he said he, he said he asked some of his friends and they all gave answers like Hawaii and Florida and Paris I think they missed the point completely his first choice was Area 51 oh because you're the only person on earth yeah so you oh, can go anywhere. Okay. Well, now he's taken Area 51. It's the obvious one, isn't it? He's taken the best it? answer. It's the obvious one. I don't think I want to know, though. 
I think I would like to just go to like like a big city that's cool and be the only person in it. Like walk around Tokyo for a month on my own. Like I can go anywhere and walk around and it'd be weird and eerie. I it'd think be, it would be eerie, wouldn't it? Yeah. I wouldn't like it because Tokyo long, is so ginormous. As long as I knew that it was only for a month, like everyone was coming back, then I could enjoy it for the surreal, eerie experience that it is. But then when everyone comes back, like a month is a long time, isn't it, to be in solitude? Yeah, I like being in solitude. I mean, uh, I, I see now I can't find an interesting answer because Area 51 just does it. It's hard, isn't it? It's hard off the top of your head. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, can you... It, de- it depends if you can travel in... So you know, you said you can go anywhere. Do you have to just pick one place and stay there for a month? Because otherwise you could zip around everywhere. I'm yeah, going to exactly. Antarctica and see how one... cold it is for a second and then get out of there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, just to the top of Everest. Yeah, take some um, pictures. Yeah, and then back I'll again. take pictures of myself in different people's houses and wait for them to come back and then post them to them. <laughs> <laughs> Tiss, do you know? Have you got anything, Tiss? Have I got anything in terms of where I'd go? Yeah. Number stations? I'd find a number station. But how would you find it? Just no one's there. Just have to scour the world. I think I think B's right. I think Area Fifty One is the obvious answer. I think it's the only answer because otherwise you're just saying yeah. What's but your okay, okay, place on Earth? okay. What about like the White House? Rifle through the drawers. Yeah, White House, Buckingham Palace. Um, yeah, but Buckingham Palace, like the Queen's bedroom. Do a poo in her underwear drawer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I suppose. Yeah, I guess maybe like <laughs> just. <laughs> at first I thought you were just going to say do a poo in her toilet well that as well the power of it yeah I guess re- yeah mate I don't know Downing Street I suppose would be a, like a yeah. good one any shyster politician just I definitely do a poo in his drawer take some evidence with you and then um, you know yeah and then you've you could um, you could blackmail or you know I'd go anywhere in the world and there's no one there for a month. I would just like go to like a big bank vault and take loads of gold and then wait for everyone to come back and then sell it and then I'd be sitting pretty the rest of my life. I don't really care about everyone's secrets. I'd rather have my own life be kind of sweet. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it'd be pretty sweet to rob a bank without people knowing. Yeah. And the reason I say gold is because you can sell it off. If you got all the cash, they might trace that. Yeah. Gold's harder to trace. All the bullying. Then me, like I have no, I have no knowledge about anything about the underworld or anything. I don't know where I'm. I think I'm going to find somewhere to buy a load of gold bars. <laughs> <laughs> but I think on, you were just thinking of GTA Five. Put on eBay. The heists. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Tish, did you did you have an idea or did you answer? You didn't answer. I answered. Did yeah. you? This is just going to go on a number station exploring spree. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. can't think yeah. of anywhere else. If you could be any... Yeah I, can't... yeah, I don't know. It's too hard, isn't it? Off the top of your head. There's probably more mysterious places like the um, the deep in the Amazon, is it? No, deep in the... Oh, there's like a hidden civilizations in deep in the jungle isn't there but if you were there for a month yeah but there's animals are still there do you there. have to know that they're there do you have to know where they are to to get that's there? an interesting point or can you just like 
theorise I want to be at the lost city of whatever, and then it'll take you there. Yeah. yeah. I think, you know, they always say that underneath the White House is always like hidden bunkers with everything and that. That would yeah. be pretty juicy. If that's true, yeah, that'd be pretty cool. What what's what's like juicy enough for them to hide under the White House? Well, the same could be said of London. We just got trains under that. Yeah, the Bakerloo line. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, sorry, that's my phone again. This happened last time. Do you remember? Yeah. Sorry, I forgot to turn my alarm off. Um, what was I going to say? I was going to say something really quickly. The only thing with your Amazon idea, Tess, as well, is. I've got a few questions. One, are you there for the whole month? Yes. Because if you are, you then have to survive in a jungle with, like you say, like tarantulas and snakes and leopards. And no no one, no human to, like, patch you up. No, I just die <laughs> knowing that I saw it. On the first day? Yeah. I don't think I could last a day. If you do survive the month, then you might... The people that then come back on that day could be, like, cannibals. Hmm. Yeah. And then imagine that as like a death. Yeah, I'll probably just choose like huh. IHOP or something then. <laughs> <laughs> a month, month long holiday to see your pancakes. <laughs> no, I think, a question. I think, a I think my question. selfish answer, my honest answer is like, I'm going to go and rob that bank. Yeah. And enough, I'm going to rob enough to like, when it all goes back to normal, get that money, I'm going to set, set myself up sitting pretty. And uh, I can give a load away as well to places, so it's not completely selfish. What would you, what would you do if the What would you do with the gold then? Just sell it. Just sell it on eBay. Yeah, I'd take it down to them places that they advertise on telly, like we buy your gold, and they expect you to turn up with some like gold chains and stuff, and I'd turn up with like bullion. <laughs> <laughs> so your idea is to just go and pawn a load of gold. Yeah. That you nicked from a bank. Yeah. <laughs> but I would nick it from right, somewhere so like the opposite side of the world, so no one's going to trace anything. Fair enough. Yeah. Anyway, that's me. Well, it's, it's your answer. You can say whatever yeah, you want. Yeah, yeah, that's me. Yeah. I don't, I'll don't. i let them have well, the secrets, because if I knew all the secret answers, I wouldn't have a podcast. Yeah, exactly. No, that is true. Or you could go on the podcast and tell us all the secrets. Yeah, ooh. Like the masked magician, <laughs> but like history. But no one believe me. I yeah. imagine I'm some crackboy's like, yeah, honestly, I had a month where none of you existed on Earth. You don't remember, and I could travel anywhere and I know all the answers. People are like, who is this fucking idiot? Uh, yeah. yeah. You'd be put in an asylum. That's us. That's us done, I think. Um, thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks for hosting Beefy. Um, glad you're tea for better, Tissy. And Thank next you. time, I don't know which way around we're doing it. It should be my turn, but I know Rick's ready to go over revisited. So you've got two episodes left this year. I don't know which way around they're going to be, but you've got one from me and one that me and Rick are putting together. Uh, so listeners, they, they, that's what you got. And I did, I, I did think we were thought we was going to have time to squeeze in a weird news, but I've looked at the calendar and we're not. So maybe we'll we'll do a weird news next season when we start next year. Yeah, we'll open yeah, next we might year not be able to squeeze it in. No, we'll we'll be back in February pending. Uh, on on beef's availability after he's had his baby, um, yeah. we've got a cool concept. We'll talk about that at the end of the series, anyway. Yeah, um, but we will do a weird news then. Don't expect a weird news this year, is what I'm saying. At the end of this year, so yeah. beef, have you got a good sign off for us? Well, I wouldn't call it good. Uh, what was it? Oh yeah. So thanks for hinging out with us. Ouch, baby. 
Very ouch. I told you it wasn't good. <laughs> Tiss didn't even respond. No. I don't think Tiss even knows we're still talking. It's really bad. I think it's one of the worst you've ever done, to be honest. Well, I don't know what else you'd do. I don't know. It's time to rock and roll. No. What? Well, come, Stone then, come then, smarty roses. pants. It's made of rocks. It's because it's made of rocks and they had gigs there. Um, and they rolled all the way from Wales, didn't they? So, you know. Yeah, go on then. You, it's, there must be... Can you think of one? Um, I was going to try and do like, <laughs> like so long, but like solstice long. <laughs> Oh no. Oh, it doesn't, no. doesn't work at all. There's way too many no, that's syllables. Stinky. <laughs> it just doesn't work at all. It is stinky, isn't it? But everyone likes their own brand. <laughs> <laughs> what's uh what's Stonehenge's favourite crisp flavour? Uh, Sarsen stone salt and vinegar. <laughs> Ready solstice. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, (laughs) or salt and vinegar I'm stopping there that's good enough (laughs) that'll do that'll do donkey that'll do (laughs) my favourite Austin Powers film Shrek Shrek 1 oh man yeah see you later then everyone Film festival's been good, boys. Oh, what has it? Still oh, on. It's on till Thursday. I've yeah. currently, I've currently watched thirty-four films on it. Wow, you're getting your money's worth then. <laughs> I've been up the cinema so much. One day I watched four films in a row at the cinema. <laughs> really? Yeah. You get any into like a absolute... swing of it. What's the best one you've seen any, so like... far? Yeah. Um, best one. I watched a um, a Palestinian film called Two Hundred Meters, which was awesome. I really loved that. That's probably my favourite. Um, there was one that I think you would... I think you'd both enjoy, but I think Tissa specifically. There's one called Absolute Denial. Okay. And it was fucking awesome. It was a sci-fi, animated sci-fi film that was written, directed, and animated by one guy. And it's all about... Um, What's it called? Absolute Denial. It just came out. It's like... A lot of these films I'm watching, they're like not even on IMDb. Or you go on, they've got like 20 reviews or something. But... Um, yeah, it's about a guy who builds a computer to be an AI, but doesn't connect it to the internet, just feeds it, like, basically in, puts all encyclopedias, all knowledge, but doesn't, but lets it grow on its own without the influence of the internet, and see oh. if it can teach itself just off of the, all the knowledge of everyone. He puts in, like, the works of Shakespeare or this, and he just puts it all in a warehouse. He just has these stacks of things. And it's about him, like, in this warehouse talking to this machine. And I was like, it's probably going to be quite boring. Like, an hour and a half of this guy, just just one character in a room with a, ro- with a computer. But it was so fucking good. I loved it. And it was really compelling. Probably because the nice. performances were good. You know, you just, like, wrapped into, like, basically what's a conversation. But it's um, it was really mm. good. That was my real, that was my biggest surprise of the festival. What's it called? Absolute Denial. Absolute Denial. Well, I'm in absolute denial that you watched that film. <laughs>
Well, I did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love your um, <laughs> your response then was like a child being bullied at school. Like, well, yeah, well, I did anyway, so it doesn't even matter. Well, I did, so end, end of conversation. <laughs> um, but yeah, 34 in. I've got a few more to go before the end of the festival. We're going to try and squeeze some more in. That's really cool. It's been great. It's Thursday. It finishes Thursday. It's the the closing night. I'm gonna I'm going to the final showing on Thursday night. So Sweet. Be fun. That'd be good. Cool. I've also had to write an essay in amongst it, so that's also oh, been fun. <laughs> rubbish. But I took a few days off work to write the essay. To enjoy the film festival and write the essay, like I write the essay. Yeah. If if I only had one of those things on, I'd probably work. But like to really enjoy the festival and do the essay, I needed to take a few days to. Yeah, of course. Yeah, but yeah. Definitely. Def- I'll definitely end up. I think next year when the festival's on, I'll definitely take time off and get an unlimited pass again because it's definitely been worth it. Awesome. And I've seen, and because I've had the unlimited pass, I've just taken a punt on like anything because you really don't know what to expect. You can't look at reviews and that because they're not even out. They're like world premieres, so you just think, oh fuck, it, I'll go see that. And sometimes it's amazing, like absolute denial, and sometimes it's fucking shite, like some of the ones I've watched. Really, but you never know, and it's fun going in not knowing what to expect. They're just like small independent. They're, no, they're all productions. They are, but some of them are just like this sucks. This just sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. Out of thirty-five films or something, I've only about four of them have been in English. So it's when I watch a film in English, it's like jarring now. <laughs> Is absolute denial in English? Absolute denial in English. It was actually made um, in Yorkshire. I looked oh. up the guy afterwards and I was like, oh, he's he's from Yorkshire. That's awesome. Nice. Very cool. Amazing. Right. So are we all recording? Yeah. Uh, I'm recording. Yep. Right. right. So, are you ready? Uh, when, yeah, whenever you're ready. I'm just adjusting my headphones because I've got two, the noise cancellation is too high. I've just got to turn it down a bit. Go. Yeah, whenever you're ready. No, no, that's fine. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 